Hello, and welcome to the Cybersecurity Awesomeness Podcast, hosted by Enterprise Management Associates, an industry-leading IT analyst research firm that provides deep insights across the full spectrum of IT and data management technologies. The Cybersecurity Awesomeness Podcast will take a deep dive into the security topics that are top of mind for information security practitioners, IT professionals, and technology business leaders. Join security experts Chris Steffen, VP of Research at EMA, and Ken Buckler, Research Analyst at EMA, for some truly awesome topics. Chris and Ken, take it away. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to the Cybersecurity Awesomeness Podcast. I am your host. My name is Chris Steffen. Joining me today, as usual, is my friend and colleague, Mr. Ken Buckler. Probably been hearing a little bit about the latest Apple feature that has all the news organizations up by storm called name drop. And so I thought we would spend a couple minutes taking and talking about that, probably a little bit about just mobile device security in general, and just give people a little bit of pricey of what that name drop feature is, why it might be important or not important to you, and just kind of see where the conversation goes from there. So with that, I'd like to talk a little bit about name drop. Again, NameDrop is the latest feature from our friends at Apple. I think it comes with version 17.2 of the iOS operating system for your, your iPhone. Definitely worth looking at and always upgrade to the latest phone to get the latest security feature, so on and so forth. But the reason that this one has people a little bit up in arms is that they're concerned about the ease of sharing your contacts. So with that, I, Ken has a pretty good pricey of what's going on and I thought we'd start with that and take it from there. Yeah, so so before this feature came out, the, the way that contact sharing worked was that you had to actually go into your contacts, tap the share button, and then uh, do uh, what was called airdrop. And that would allow a nearby phone to, to get that contact. Apple decided to simplify the process in this latest update where all you have to do to share your own contact information with someone is bring the phones close together and that's it and that and, and then it'll automatically pop up on the screen um you know i i have some mixed feelings on this it's it's great from a usability standpoint but at the same time i do have concerns because it it increases the attack surface um you know and maybe with some clever social engineering on top of that you could very easily trick someone into sharing their their email and or a phone number with you. And now to to do the share, it it pops up on the screen and then you have to actually hit the button that says yes, go ahead and share. So, like I said, the you know, or if you just leave your your phone next to somebody, which you really shouldn't do, leave you really shouldn't leave your phone unlocked next to someone, then it gives them the opportunity to to do that automatically. So yeah, so I have concerns on this just because it's still at the end of the day using radio waves. And we know that radio waves while the the built-in transmitter and receiver for the the iPhone is not very long distance. And in fact, you have to have the the phones almost touching in order to use this. Radio waves can be amplified. Radio waves can absolutely be used from a longer distance. And we've seen similar attacks against car key fobs and credit cards. So, yeah, so so I've got mixed feelings on this. Yeah, I mean, the reality of it is, is that this is one of those things where the media freaks out because they don't know what else to say, right? This is a feature. 
in some ways in forms that has been available on most mobile forms, and again, in one form or another for a long time, with the advent of this latest release, they are just making it more prevalent. And and, and ironically, they turn it on automatically when you, you download 17.2 for your iPhone. Quite bluntly, I don't know that I care. I mean, it's one of those things where I have very little to hide on my phone to begin with. I can see where there's some privacy considerations to be thinking about. I'm not going to dismiss those. There was times where people were sending, how should we say, unsolicited pics with the very early versions of AirDrop. And that was obviously inappropriate. And then they put some safety protocols in there to deal with the fact that you have to accept it, whatever have you. It's a technology, right? Just like any other technology, you have to understand what its limits are. You have to understand what its vulnerabilities are. And understand what the benefit to you is going to be. Should you turn it off? You should probably turn it off until you are ready to use this feature. I think that that just makes common sense. And this is the same, I would make the same comment about AirDrop. I would make the same comments about really anything that opens up the attack service on your mobile device. Don't turn it on unless you're using it. And then when you're not using it, turn it off. And that includes Bluetooth and Wi-Fi. Bluetooth and Wi-Fi too. And I... So I'll share that story too. When you go to our friends at DEF CON every year, one of the things I always drill into my wife is that, look, this is a week where you don't need to have Bluetooth and Wi-Fi on your phone. It's not going to help you. There's no particular reason to have it on, especially when you're wandering around Vegas. You're not using it for an earpiece or anything like that. Why don't you just turn it off? And then, you know, when we go home, then you turn it back on and make life easier on yourself and connect to the car. But Again, it's one of those things where if you have a reason for it, then by all means, do what you're going to do. If you don't have a reason for it, then it's prudent to decrease your attack service. Yeah. And, you know, so so when I went to, to Black Hat this this year, you know, I, I actually carried around a, a dummy phone with me that had Bluetooth and Wi-Fi enabled just to see if anybody tried to attack it. Um, I, did, I didn't notice any attacks, but that didn't mean nobody tried. But, you know, it, it's really interesting you know, you know. Speaking of the phone attack surface, so Bluetooth and and also the the nearby features that are, are really starting to become prevalent with phones now as well are really subject to attack. And I've actually seen. A, I don't know if you're familiar with the Flipper Zero or not. It's a, it's a neat little gadget that that works with Bluetooth and yeah, and radio waves and all sorts of stuff. And there's actually attacks now for that where you can do a local denial of service attack against every cell phone that's nearby that just it spams them with uh with nearby notifications over uh, radio waves so so it's it's that kind of stuff is is why it's so critical to minimize your attack surface on phones well we and i don't know that we talk about mobile security as much as we really should it it's not an area that we, you and I have done a lot of research in. It's not an area that's really highly covered by other analyst firms. I mean, there, there's people discussing it and I'm not, I'm not dismissing any of the solutions that are out there. Maybe we'll cover it a little bit more and, and now talking about this. But the, the reality of it is, is that when you start to think about the electronic computing device that we likely use the most, and this is, again, somebody who sits at a computer for eight to 10 hours every day it's still probably your mobile phone. Your mobile device is the device that you use the most. For sure, when you start talking about more 
for lack of a better term, lay people, it definitely is the device that they're using the most. And so we, a lot of times don't think about the security associated with that device because our friends at Apple and, and Google have done a pretty decent job of, of, of limiting the attack surface. Arguably this particular update increases the attack service, but does it really, and does it really do it in a way that's particularly bad? And the answer is probably not. But again, it's something that when you are security minded and have a security minded culture in your daily life, these are the kind of things that you think about. Maybe you're being paranoid. Maybe you're paranoid like me. I don't know. But the reality of it is, is that these are the kind of things that make you a more secure person and just gives you that added little bit of protection that maybe you need, maybe you don't need. I don't know. And you don't know either. But that's one of the things that we're here to talk about is why taking and considering name drop and name drop security is important. Why it's something that you need to just be aware about and just make an intelligent, informed decision and then take it that next step. You know, years ago, a I was actually interviewing for a position at a large antivirus company. Um, and one of the interview questions they asked me was, if I was a malware author, what, you know, describe my perfect botnet. And I said, well, you know, for starters, I would target mobile smartphones because some people shut down their computers when they're done using their computer for the day. And even if they don't, their ISP regularly monitors their traffic or they even have internal network sensors to monitor their traffic. But your mobile phone, that's, that's not monitored nearly as much. And it's always on. Most people leave their mobile phones on 24 seven. That's why, you know, if I was a malware author, I'm going to target the mobile phones for a botnet because that way I'm going to get the most bang for my Well, there's that, there's that whole legend and, and I, I can't confirm it. So we'll just keep it at legend state, but that originally when Steve Jobs developed the iPhone to begin with, he deliberately did not want to include an off switch. He wanted it to be on 100% of the time. It was only after getting some fight from the the FCC, so on and so forth, that they came out with a way to turn the phone off and to have an airplane mode and, and whatever have you. Uh, and, and he did that, like I said, under protest. That And that's that's the rumor. If you can confirm it, by all means, send me a link. But, uh, you know, again, it, it, it just talks about how ubiquitous the, the phones and the mobile devices that we use are. My answer to the question that you just asked, Ken, just so we're all on the same page together, I would be taking creating something for IoT because if there is if there is a realm um, that is the least protected realm in the universe, it is our friends that take and create and use IoT devices. Again, not to see, in fact, and I know some awesome ones that we could have a whole podcast on by itself that work to take and protect IoT. But you talk about an avenue that never turns off, that is not regulated nearly as much as it should be, and that is almost a free-for-all with bandwidth and the ability to take and do some interesting things in, inside a network or even outside of a network. IoT devices are it. Well, and to be fair, when I had that interview question, I don't think IoT devices were very prevalent. Yeah, you see, you're time. dating yourself that, again. That, that, yeah, yeah, I am dating fine. myself. That shows how long I've been in the industry. So. No, great conversation. I appreciate your insights. And as always, I hope this has been educational to you. Again, a little bit more current eventy today. And that's sometimes what we do. We, we get to talking about something right when it starts. And that's what the conversation is today. If you have any other questions about this name drop feature, 
you have any questions about how it's going to impact you, feel free to drop Ken and I a line and we'll be happy to try to answer those for you. Until then, have a great day. Thanks, Chris and Ken, for all your great insights on today's topic. Make your next podcast awesome when you work with EMA security experts Chris Steffen or Ken Buckler. Educate your prospects, differentiate your solution, and add the credibility of a third-party expert to your message. Visit cybersecurityawesomeness.com to listen to past episodes.